See, this is me. Boba Fett. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Chiss Ascendancy Podcast. This is Josiah, and you are on day eight. I almost said seven. You're on day eight of 30 Days of Boba Fett. And uh, today, uh, I don't know if you can tell the setup's a little bit different. Uh, we've been doing a remodel at my house, and so my boys moved into their new room. And so this beautiful haven of beauty and splendor is going to be the new Star Wars room. And so obviously it's super bare, but I moved just a handful of things in here, uh, set up the TV behind me. I know it's, I don't know, I don't know how to fix the camera where it's, the glare's not there, but today I want to talk about Boba Fett's Starship, aka Slave One. I know the uh, there's going to be folks that are like, only call it Slave One, it's not Boba Fett's uh, Starship, but... At the end of the day, that's what it is. But uh, I wanted to show you guys a couple of cool things. Getting my stuff out of storage and starting to set up this room. Right now, there's nothing on the rest of these walls. It's literally just these shelves behind me. Um, you have some Jedi and Sith posters. No, Jedi is this item. It's opposite. And Sith is right here. Um, those are from a friend of mine from middle school. Shout out to Nathan Bolo. Gave me these posters like freaking 15 years ago or something. Um, you got the ATACT right here. I'm going to get better at that. And then you got the TV displaying some stuff behind me. There's the classic, this way, there's the classic uh, R2-D2 Xbox 360. Um, that's actually my brother's, but he lets me use it because he is rich in mercy. Um, but check this out. This is a vintage collection. Slave One. One of the coolest things they've ever done. Um, this is Slave One, Django, and then Boba's uh, Fire Spray. And uh, I'm not really sure how they get a hold of it in canon, but in Legends, he steals it uh, during the game Bounty Hunter for the Nintendo GameCube. And uh, this is just some of the cool stuff I've been able to get out of storage. Uh, here's a classic Darth Vader figure case um, from way back in the day before I was born. And as you open it up, that's always a couple more clips as you open this bad boy up It's got spaces for all your favorite action figures. This might be I don't know this I don't know if this one's the original or from the 90s uh, Just super cool stuff. I just wanted to share you uh, share with you a few uh, cool little things that I've been able to Get up and running in this room. I'm super excited uh, Obviously, it's gonna take some time very busy season at my work uh, but once we get this all going, I would love to do a video of just a tour of the room. Uh, some of my favorite things, obviously, are books. Check this thing out. This is endless podcast material right here. Jedi vs. Sith, The Essential Guide to the Force. Um, really, really cool. Every time I look at this, I think that Luke on the cover there is Kyle Katarn because of the clothing design that they have for him. Uh, but just some amazing stuff that I've been able to get out of storage. Hardbacks for The Essential Guides. Weapons and technology. Obviously, this is not have Kylo Ren's, you know, lightsaber and stuff in there, but you have Sam Wessel. Pretty cool. The new essential guide to droids. Just some really fun stuff uh, that we've gotten back out of storage. And so uh, that includes the new essential guide to vehicles and vessels. And so I thought we would take a little dip dive into this book. And if you have this book, you are a G. But it's super cool. Uh, it's got the, obviously you've got a picture if you are 
with us, you can turn in your vehicles and vessel hymnals to page 130. And uh, it says Slave 1. It's got your picture there, so you can see what ship you're looking at. And uh, it's a modified Kuwait, or Kuwait uh, Systems Engineering Fire Spray Class Patrol and Attack Ship. Uh, and you got a really neat quote here from Boba Fett that says, There's no star system Slave 1 can't reach, and there's no planet I can't find. There's nowhere in the galaxy for you to run. Might as well give up now. I hope we get lots of cool lines like that in Book of Boba Fett. Uh, but just some really cool stuff. Um, obviously, you've got the diagram here on uh, page 131. And for those of you who are just listening via audio, it's a cool little diagnostic or a little diagram of the uh, Slave 1's layout. I always, my number one thing with Slave 1 was when it takes off, you're, when, when it's landing, it's sitting flat as if like, imagine when you get in your car in the morning, the brake lights are on the ground and you're facing up towards space like a rocket ship. I always wondered if that was like strange to, I know it ends up rotating like a gyroscope when it takes off, but I wonder, I would like to see more of the inner workings because the way they made it look in The Mandalorian is much larger than what I always imagined. Um, but according to this book, obviously this, I don't think this is considered canon necessarily, uh, but it says that Jango Fett, Boba's father, first acquired Slave One during a dramatic escape from, a, from the present planet uh, Uvo 4. As he fled authorities, Fett stumbled across a hangar full of prototype Firespray class attack ships on loan to the prison for testing. Without hesitation, the bounty hunter stole one of the starships and turned her weapons on the remaining Firesprays before they could leave the hangar. For many years, Slave 1 was the only surviving Firespray, although KSE eventually revived the line around the time of the Battle of Yavin. So this thing was a classic by the time Boba was even using it. Uh, after stealing Slave 1, Django subjected the vehicle to a long series of modifications, um, most focusing on the weapon systems. The vehicle's standard twin blaster cannons received an enhanced targeting computer and variable power regulator. Django added concealed laser cannons. These weapons were less accurate than the blaster cannons, but they had a rapid recharge rate that allowed Django to uh, envelop his enemies in a hailstorm of energy blasts. And uh, so, just really, really cool. I wonder if it mentions the. Uh, I wonder if it mentions the seismic charge. Perhaps. Let's see. Do 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 generators interior. But uh, it's really cool. I think that this is one of the. Uh, yeah, while in Boba's care, it evolved even further, replacing the concealed laser cannons with ion cannons for disabling valuable starships. Says some Grand Theft Auto stuff for Boba. But I think uh, stuff like this, the Essential Guide, oh my gosh, if you're a, if you're someone that knows me personally and that's why you listen to the channel, or if you're just a Star Wars fan that happened to cross this, uh, I think something, God, this is, I don't know how to say this without like coming across as like rude or like patting myself on the back, but I feel like I'm able to have, you know, a much more in-depth conversation about Star Wars um, and a lot of people will ask me, you know, what, how much time have you spent learning this stuff? You know, how do you know this stuff? And honestly, it was those middle school, uh, those middle school, uh, Google, you know, computer class, you know, putting General Grievous as my screensaver when I wasn't supposed to change the screensaver because they were all supposed to be the same because of, you know, private school, uh, just random stuff like that. It's, uh, Star Wars was not always something that, 
Columbia was putting out jackets for the Bo- Boba Fett. You see what I'm saying? Like when Mark Echo came out with the Boba Fett line, uh, with the Star Wars line, and Boba Fett was on there. I was, even though it was Mark Echo, which was super cool at the time, when I wore it, I, like, there were still people who were like, what the heck are you wearing that for? What is that? That doesn't match anything. Uh, and so it was those lonely times, amen, that uh, <laughs> that I gained all this knowledge and <laughs> wisdom for all the Dexter Jester fans out there. Um, but just really, really cool. Um, I love... Uh, basically it says that by the end of the, uh, second galactic silver war, when Jason Solo takes over the galactic, uh, alliance and all that stuff, Corellia, um, obviously moves away and they have the, you know, the rebellion against them and all that kind of stuff. Um, when all that happens, the, it says that the only thing that was the same from the original slave one model that Django stole was the seat that Boba was sitting in. Everything else had been replaced, modified, enhanced, and all of those things. So um, if you, I don't know what these run, if you can get them at like a half price books or something like that, it'll be cool. Um, But man, if you're a Star Wars fan or you're a growing Star Wars fan and you're wondering, how do I know more about this? Obviously online there's Wikipedia and there's YouTube. Uh, Guys like Star Wars Explained have little short snippets that tell all about everybody. Um, But... Stuff like this is just so, uh, so, so, so cool. I remember having the essential guide to characters, and I can't remember what the task was, but I did like an extra chore or something for my parents growing up, and they were like, so what do you want? You know, do you, like as a prize or whatever, um, as something above, you know, your allowance or whatever for your chores, and I wanted to go to Borders Books and get the essential guide to characters, and as soon as I got home, I was like, B for Boba Fett, and I opened up that book. Uh, So this kind of stuff has always been really interesting to me. I got this from uh, a guy here in Houston named Chad, and he had the hardbacks because he's just, you know, a G like that. Uh, But stuff like this is so cool to me. And to me, the visuals help me identify, oh, if I'm reading a book, you know, or if I'm listening to an audiobook, and they're like, oh, it's this class shuttle. You know, having, having that picture in my mind, you know, um, for the new for the new Thrawn book, there's all kinds of uh, alien characters that uh, I it's it's hard for me to know what does this species look like. Therefore, you know, how do I even picture them in my mind? So there's a character that I don't want to say their name or anything to give anything away, but I just see the predator in my mind, and I know that's not accurate. Um, but stuff like this is so cool. Obviously. Uh, Boss made an appearance on the show a few days ago, and here's his ship. This is one of my favorite ships as well, the Hound's Tooth. It's a super weird and awkward uh, shape, and Boba Fett owned this ship for a short period of time as well. Um, this was during, I believe, the the not the new War of the Bounty Hunters, but the Bounty Hunter Wars from KW Jeter series. Um, <laughs> this is Rebel Agent Jan Ors talking about the Hound's Tooth. Ready? The stench on board was horrible. Between drying Wookiee pelts, a rotting corpse uh, on the skinning table, and Boss's own repellent scent, it was worse than a slaughterhouse on a sewage planet. Kind of rude if you ask me. But uh, just really cool stuff. Anything and uh, everything you want to know about vehicles from the prequel era and backward. Man, you know, this is from Delray Books, and they still do stuff, but, man, Lucas Books or whatever, if you guys wanted to come out with a new one of these, I'd love to see Kylo Ren shuttle. I'd love to see all of those things. 
Um, there's ones on locations. That's a really cool one. Imagine location. You could have something like uh, Snoke's Hideout, which is also uh, goes all the way back to the High Republic comics and stuff. I'm all over the place tonight because I'm excited about this room. Um, but Slave One, Boba Fett's starship, stolen by Jango Fett uh, from a prison planet. And over the years, still a classic, still going, and modified heavily to a point where by the end of the Legacy of the Force series, the only thing that remained of the original starship was the seat. And of course, it produces the greatest sound in Star Wars history, the seismic charge. Uh, so who doesn't love that? But anyways, this is day eight of 30 Days of Boba Fett, Boba Fett Starship, a.k.a. The Slave One. Thank you for tuning in to the Chistis Entity, and may the Force be with you.